0: We're going to do a a lesson that I think uh, kind of fits where we are, um, and that is freedom, freedom, freedom. Freedom doesn't mean free from responsibilities. Freedom doesn't mean free from responsibilities. Freedom comes with responsibilities. Freedom comes with responsibilities. Responsibilities. Freedom is much more than just the right to act however I want to act, folks. Recently, I have heard individuals state that they had the right to act a certain way because we have freedoms in the United States of America. They twisted it, folks. They're perverting the very freedoms that we have here in this United States of America because freedom isn't a blank check to do whatever I want to do. It's not a blank check that just says you can do whatever you want to do. Fill in the blanks and you can cash it in and it's called freedom. Freedom. Freedom has boundaries. It's important. You say, well, why in the world are you talking about this night? Because we are held to a higher standard than just a normal citizen who does not have the Holy Ghost. Freedom has boundaries. Chaos and anarchy will surface and and dominate without boundaries. We don't have boundaries, we're going to have anarchy. We don't have boundaries, it's going to be chaotic, and that's what we got in Portland. As Some of you have been watching the news and see that they're calling for all kinds of investigations. And uh, when you have a mayor that says, you know, don't, jump in and don't get in the middle of those protests, just let them do what they need to do. That's when you get seven or eight people who are beat up with baseball bats and, and all kinds of stuff and people are injured is when we say we're not going to have any boundaries on these things. Boundaries require some type of enforcement and reinforcement to maintain freedom. Bounders require require some type of enforcement and reinforcement to maintain freedom. It needs authority. There needs to be some type of authority for us to have proper freedoms, folks. You can't just do anything you want to do and then masquerade it as freedom. And that's what's going on in this United States of America, Folks. People are saying, oh, it, we're doing this because we are free to do this. No, there are boundaries on our freedom. There are restrictions on our freedom. I can't take out a gun and shoot you and say, I, I'm free to do that. No, you are not free to do that. Individuals sacrifice their lives to, to, to secure our freedoms, folks. I don't know if you've heard the controversy this week over this. This is absolutely the insanity of all insanity. I wonder when we're going to get to a point that we stop listening to people who are insane. Nike came out with a product this week, and they were going to release it, I think, today and and tomorrow. It's supposed to be over this 4th of July weekend. And on it, it had this flag. The flag here is the first flag Betsy Ross made. And so that was the one they put on the back of the sneaker. And so they have the color of red, white, and blue and stuff there. Nike's already got it out the stores. And one of the guys, Colin Kepinick, who's the guy who uh, uh, refused to stand during the singing, singing of the Pledge of... Eli- I mean, the uh, um, National Anthem, uh, he's the one that started all that craziness. He told Nike that he felt that this was... Uh, Discriminating against um, minorities by having this flag there because he said that when this flag was made, there was slavery, and so then that it reflects America at a bad time. So Nike caved in and they with, with, uh, they called, with called all of their shoes that are already in the store. We're talking millions of dollars with shoes and everything and took them all back so that uh, they're not going to offend anybody. I am not racist, not in the least am I racist. But, Bishop, I do believe that we should use the same measuring stick to measure all things. Would you agree with me on that? I'm taking one point because we in America need to understand that some of the things we're hearing that even corporations are bending to are absolutely not correct. We can't do this. And I will get into this maybe at another Bible study. The attack is not just on the American flag. The attack is on our history. And if you go back to the word of God, I'm and I'm studying it out right now, you will find out, folks, we're built upon our past, good or bad. And so you say, Well, what's the big deal about this? Okay, let's think about this. If we use that same measurement and now we measure other incidents in history then we must destroy that flag right there and it cannot be on any t-shirts, it cannot be on any hats, it cannot be used, it cannot, there's no products that can be sold with the American flag on it using the same reasoning that we are for this. Why? Here's the reason why. We had a president who made a presidential order uh-huh, when we went to war. You know what they did? Right here in California, Oregon and Washington, They took all of the American citizens who were of Japanese descent, took them, 117,000 of them, and put them in camps. I'm talking about American citizens. You think that's right? Absolutely not. At the moment, it seemed right, but when we look back now, that was not the right thing to do. They were American citizens and should have had the rights of American citizens and should not have been treated that way. That's a fact. And so... If we use the same reasoning, that means then all of the American flag, anything that's got American flag has to go because if you're going to want to protect one group, you're going to have to protect the other group. Does anybody understand my reasoning? We need to understand this world is not thinking right and it can affect the way the church thinks. This is just one issue and I can use a whole bunch of other things, but I'm dealing with the American flag tonight and that's one issue we had just this week, folks. We need to love everybody. Does not matter their race, their color. It does not matter. The church needs to love everybody. Treat everybody the same. Does not matter who they are, they descent. They should all be treated the same, folks. It's not just about what you say, but what you are doing that matters, folks. We say one thing and we do other things. Hear me. Yes, we have freedoms. Freedom to serve God, but according to the Scripture. Why? Because there are boundaries, folks. Yes, we have freedoms in this United States. It includes the right to worship or not to worship. We have freedom right here in this United States. If you choose not to worship, that's your freedom to do that, folks. You can choose to believe or not believe. That's your freedom. To think a certain way to dress a certain way, to go or move about as one chooses. These are all freedoms that have been given to us here in this United States of America, folks. It's freedom. Freedoms we have. Freedom ceases to be freedom when we cross a line into the lawful freedoms of someone else. Then that's no longer freedoms. When an individual is downtown Portland and they're demonstrating just like everybody else, but you don't like it, then you take a baseball bat to them, then you've crossed the line. You don't have a right to do that and you're not free to do that, folks. And I'm going somewhere tonight. It's so interesting that the so-called promoters or advocates of freedom who are drawing the most attention in our world today only want boundaries placed around those that disagree with them. Congresswoman came out today. She said, we need to enact a law that restricts anybody on any social meeting saying anything critical against the congressmen or senators of the United States of America. You don't believe me? You go read it for yourself. She's from Florida. Because somebody wrote that there was something negative. I'm not making this stuff up. And I'm not putting words in mouth. She said that today are we going down the wrong road folks absolutely here in this united states when it gets to the point that then we want to censor that then they're going to want to censor the pulpit they're going to want to censor anything that disagrees with them we're in a battle here in this united states of america we are already battling spirits that want to close down truth but now we've got politicians that are stepping into it also Hear me, freedom in any case is only possible by constantly struggling for it. Albert Einstein said that. It's a constant fight for freedom. You need to throw your your gloves into the ring and get into the fight for freedom. I'll set this one out. Yeah, you go ahead and set this out, and we'll lose our freedoms in this United States, American, and this world. Hear me. Freedom may be declared at the end of a time of conflict or struggle such as the end of a war, but real freedom requires an ongoing fight. Fight for freedom is never going to stop just because somebody, you have certain freedoms now and certain rights now. You're going to have to continue to fight to keep everything we got, both physically and spiritually, folks both in this nation and in the church. For to be free is not merely to cast off one's chains, but to live in a way that respects and enhances the freedoms of other ones. Which is a very good statement. We must be free not because we claim freedom, but because we practice it. (laughs) Another very good quote. I'm talking about freedoms, folks. I believe the abuse of so-called freedom today is... Is in a misunderstanding of what freedom really is that's where the abuse is why how many of you fought in the Revolutionary War I don't think any of us did how many of you fought in the Civil War I don't think any of us did these two major wars were our foundation for freedom was established here in the United States of America yet no one in this house personally fought in those wars There are two wars where we built a lot of the foundation we have. Revolutionary War, folks, if it hadn't been, you wouldn't have the freedoms you have today. Hadn't been for the Civil War, we wouldn't have some of the freedoms we have today. I mean, these are two major, major wars at fault. Why? Freedom is not something that we have personally earned and definitely not what we deserve, but it's a gift that has been handed down to us, folks freedoms that have been handed down to us. And there is where the problem is here in this United States of America, folks. The foundation for the freedoms we enjoy today was laid a long time before any of us was born. And because we did not pay the price for freedom, we're not willing to fight the fight to keep our freedoms. Because some of us, because we were born into this country, when we were born in this country, we had all the freedoms we need, and now we're thinking it's always going to be. Let me show you something. Do you know what's going on in politics today? Not just today, but for the last 5 to 6, seven, eight, 10, 12 years, freedoms are disappearing here in this United States of America and around the world, Folks there is a fight for freedom we better become interested in the fight folks or we will lose our freedoms here yes there have been many wars and battles since but for the most part those wars and battles were to maintain freedom and our liberties folks There's a constant fight going on. There are military people around the world right now that are fighting what? To keep us free here in this United States of America. Some of these wars were fought to bring freedom to other countries and nations, but I'm talking about our freedoms here in the United States of America. Most of the freedoms that are being attacked in the United States of America today were secured many years ago. It didn't cost us life or limb. Again, freedom is a gift that has been given to us by the sacrifices of others. I hope tomorrow when you're flipping that steak on the barbecue and when you're eating that hamburger and when you're enjoying your great time of freedom tomorrow from work (laughs) that you think about the freedoms that you have here because of somebody else paying the price. Folks, that red on that flag stands for blood because there was lots of blood that was spilt so you could have freedoms tomorrow here in this United States of America. Lots of people have fought for freedoms around the world. There's other many, almost every country has had a price. I'd say every country has had a price for freedom. They've all had to fight for it. Many individuals died as a result of the Declaration of Independence. Those men that signed their name on there, they lost their houses, they lost their families, they lost their health, they lost everything, folks. Why? So you could sit tonight in an air conditioning building in 2019 on July the 3rd and have the freedoms you have tonight for me to be able to teach and you be able to hear, you to be able to worship, you be able to pray. All I can say is thank God for the gift of freedom, folks. Thank God for the gift of freedom we have. But this can be the very source of our problem. We can take a gift for granted when it costs us nothing. Folks, we need to value our freedoms. You need to pray for our nation. You need to pray for our leaders. Because folks... The way our leaders go is going to determine how much freedoms we get to keep here in this united states of america and around the world mark it down if a certain group gets into the white house here pretty soon you're going to see a change in this united states of america and i'm not naming a party i'm just saying we need to be praying for this united states of america Folks, if we don't have to spill blood to get our freedoms, the least we can do is get on our knees and pray for this nation and the freedoms we have. Amen. You're saying, well, you need to stay inside the Bible. I'm right in the middle of the Bible tonight, folks. It's right there. I've got plenty of verses. We live in a world that is full of disinformation and distorted information, folks. People are distorting things, twisting things things happen this week again with a congressman and everybody's saying it's absolute lies what is being told it's being distorted why for an agenda folks the cornerstone of the 4th of july celebration is freedom the cornerstone of tomorrow is not barbecues it's freedom folks it's the cornerstone of celebration tomorrow. I hope you get this in your mind because besides the Bible, I believe one of the greatest documents ever written was the Declaration of Independence. Bible's number 1. It's on the top. But folks, when you understand the impact of the Declaration of Independence on our nation, but not only on the United States of America, but completely around the world, then you should say, "Thank God that he directed men" to base the declaration of independence on biblical principles they are there in this declaration of independence the men who wrote it were praying men god fearing men were they perfect men no more than donald trump is a perfect man no more than we would want him to be a sunday school teacher or the pastor of a upc church But he is fighting for certain things that we believe in and need to stand for here in this United States of America. And these founding fathers, thank God for every one of them and the price they paid, folks. Amen. I believe... It's just as important today as it was 243 years ago, folks. Uh, I, maybe I should rephrase that. It may be more important today than it was 243 years ago. Why? Because 243 years ago, there were some God-fearing people in this nation. There were some God-fearing people. People just wouldn't do some of the crazy things they do today. So thank God for the Declaration of Independence. Why? Because I believe it's holding back some of the craziness that's going on in our nation today. Thank God for our founding fathers. You're saying, well, you shouldn't be teaching this. Oh, yes, I do need to be teaching this. folks. We have an American flag there, and we have a Christian flag right over there, folks, and we stand for both of them. Without that one, folks, we have a real battle keeping that one. (laughs) They are tied and linked together. It's so interesting to me that people today like to do the same things with the Declaration of Independence as they do with the Bible. Just last week, I'm trying not to get too political and give you too much information, but I'm telling you, I think some of you need to be aware and put, 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 put your head in the, in the sand and acting like things aren't happening. We like to pick and choose what we want from them. We pick and choose from the Bible, and we pick and choose from the Declaration of Independence. We take the Bible and say, I'll take this verse and these two verses and build me a doctrine. Or I'll take this little part of the Declaration of Independence and I will build an agenda. That's what's going on in this United States of America. We like to extract certain phrases or paragraphs to establish uh, establish or promote an agenda, our doctrine, folks. That's what they're doing. When you see them take certain parts of the Declaration of Independence, maybe you should go back and see what the entire context of that part of the Declaration of Independence really means and says instead of one line from it. Oh, I'm glad you asked me. We might do that tonight. Yes, we might just do that. Declaration of Independence. When in the course of human events, it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with another and to assume among the powers of the earth. This is, quote, right out of Declaration of Independence. It is the beginning of it. The separate and, and equal station to which the laws of nature and of the nature's God entitle them a decent respect to the opinions of mankind Requires that they should declare the causes which impel them to the separation. It says we need to be able to discuss what separates us, what divides us. That's what that is saying. We're going to do some more. We hold these truths to be self evident that all men are created equal. Created by whom? God. Hello. That they are endowed by their Creator, who? God, with certain inalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, folks. Liberty? Oh, you mean freedom. Freedom. Free- Did you see how they wrote that? Freedom, folks, linked to God is freedom. People want to declare that they have a right to act any way they want to act and call it freedom. That's the attitude we are dealing with here in this society, folks. It's what we're dealing with. Hear me. Our society wants to use the Declaration of Independence to declare they have a right to aggressively attack and intimidate people who don't agree with them, folks. That's what they're doing. We have a right because we have all of these uh, uh, freedoms that have been given to us by our founding fathers. The Bill of Rights and all these stuff give us all these freedoms. But they are just extracting certain parts of it for an agenda. Hear me. The first paragraph of the very document we'll be celebrating tomorrow promotes a different approach. We just read it. Our society is promoting lawlessness. Lawlessness. That's why right. we are this week, we hit the front pages of everything, folks, here in Portland. Anafasta, they are crazy. They are a domestic terrorist organization. It's clear it's clear. senators are calling for an investigation of Portland, Oregon, and the mayor of Portland. Why? Because they are what? They are abusing their freedoms. Is exactly what they do. Our society is promoting lawlessness. The Declaration of Independence promotes lawfulness. Read that paragraph. You go back and read the first paragraph and you read the rest of it and you're going to find out it just goes back over and over to this fact. Our society is promoting lawlessness. The Word of God promotes lawfulness. Both the Declaration of Independence and also the Word of God. Or let me put it this way. We as citizens are we as Christians we need to be people that obey the law endorse the law because by doing that we strengthen the freedoms we have here in this United States of America folks you're saying why in the world are you teaching I'm going somewhere the Declaration of Independence is an example of civility folks That's what that all said. It says when we disagree and there's a separation, then we need to be able to discuss this thing. The fight was a defense of the right of discussion. That's what that whole thing was. Discussion, hear me. Civil discord is what all that paragraph was that I read for you. Respectful disagreement was all what that was about. You're saying, what are you talking about? Because the attitude is affecting us as Christians and other religious people. And they're not acting like Christians and they're not acting like people that are supposed to be obeying the Word of God. And they're giving us a black eye because Christians should never be unlawful, folks. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! That's the reason why I have made it clear that we don't need to be fighting with people on social media or anywhere else. Why? Because we are good citizens and we are good Christians. And both of them says we are to do what? Resolve issues peacefully. Civil discourse, respectful disagreement. Disagreement. We don't take up guns and start shooting people because they don't agree with us. You're saying, why you want to teach that, folks? Because we need to make sure our our thinking is clear, not only in line with the Word of God, but also in line with our founding fathers and what we're going to be celebrating tomorrow. Amen. Amen, folks. We've got to think right if we're going to be what God wants to be. We simply respectfully disagree. We don't have to call people names or get physical. Amen. You give this church a black eye when you get on social media and start pouring out your junk thinking you're defending truth. You are not when you start using bad words and calling them names and being you are not representing the kingdom of God right and you are going against the very Declaration of Independence which says we are to do this peacefully folks oh this is good teaching tonight that's a violation of both the Bible and the Declaration of Independence the law of nature and nature's God Did anybody see that phrase inside of the Declaration of Independence It's right there. It wasn't the Bible I read you. That's the Declaration of Independence. We derive our freedoms from God. We derive our freedoms from God. You hear me today. We would not have these freedoms if God hadn't given strength to those men to fight for our freedoms. If God hadn't blessed those men, we wouldn't have these freedoms. Folks, you have to understand, these guys were not even an established nation. They didn't have an army. They didn't have a navy. They didn't have anything. And they're going against the most powerful nation on the face of the world, folks, at that time. All you can say is it had to be God. Why? We derive our freedoms from God because God is what gave us what we have today. It's where it came from is our God. Both physical and spiritual freedoms come from God, folks. Both of them. Both of them come from that. Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty wherewith Christ hath made us free, and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage Galatians 5 and 1, folks. Our spiritual freedom is because of God. Our freedoms in this nation and around this world is because of God. It's not us, it's God. People paid a price for our freedoms, but folks, it was God who has taken care of this nation. Amen. Amen. You can go back and look at history. You can look at different things in history where if the Germans hadn't made a certain decision, two major ones, two different decisions, if they had not made, history says it would have been different because it would have changed the outcome of World War II. There's a whole bunch of them there. I would just have to say it had to be God that intervened and made them make the wrong decisions. God had to have done something for us to have our freedoms today. So all I can say is thank God for the freedoms you have given us, God, and keeping us in this world. Amen. I'm almost done here. I didn't plan on taking long tonight because I know most of you want to get home so you can get in bed real early and get up and start cooking tomorrow. (laughs) For so is the will of God that with well-doing ye may put to silence the ignorance of foolish men. (laughs) Hold your peace. Let the Lord fight our battles. So how are we going to do it? Not close on our mouth in prayer, but sometimes it don't do it. You know what it says? Don't waste your words on a fool. Yeah. Amen. That's Bible for you. Yes. Don't waste your time or words on a fool. <laughs> you know what you need to do? Get on your knees and start praying, church. We need this church to be praying for this nation. Some of us are saying, well, we may not be around another 10 or 15 years ourselves, so it's no big deal. I hope we care enough for our children and grandkids and these little ones around here to know we want to fight for their freedoms too here in this nation and around the world. (laughs) Amen. Hallelujah. Here we go, the rest of it. As free and not using your liberty for a cloak of maliciousness, is that not what's going on? Is that not here? (laughs) In Portland this week? That's exactly a cloak for this aggressive behavior toward people that aren't. You look at the videos that they recorded, these people were absolutely doing nothing to them. But they are immediately being aggressive and attacked, but as the servants of God. Oh my. Honor. All men, Uh uh-oh, this is all in the same context. Isn't this a miracle? Wow, God may have known what was going on in in mankind in the year 2019 with mankind. What do you think? Look at this, honor all men. That's in the Bible. Wow. Love the brotherhood. That's in the Bible. Wow. Fear God. That's in the Bible. Uh Uh-oh. Uh oh. And honor the king. <laughs> honor the king. Do we agree with everything they say? Absolutely not. Do we agree with their morality? Absolutely not. But I'm going to tell you what, we still honor the position of the President of the United States.